Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning. We're all back together, and man, it is March. What a weekend of sports, locally, nationally. I'm exhausted from watching basketball all weekend, either in person or on TV, prone on my couch. It is March. It is the 6th of March. It is also one week. One week from now, we will have a bracket in hand. I hope you guys all have your jargon all set up. Bracket busted. Who's going to ruin each other's bracket? Where Creighton is going to be? Could Nebraska make a run? Hey, but I thought their season was over. Apparently, they didn't get the memo. I know. I hope all those sports talkers, including some of the people on this radio station, when they get on their air today, they just remind people that Nebraska still had a game to play yesterday. And I don't know about you guys. I, I just, I mean, on a lonesome, long and lonesome highway <laughs> east of Omaha, <laughs> you can listen to the, is that the silence from the Iowa Hawkeye fans? Oh, the first sweep since we've become a proud member of the Big Ten. But has it really been? Jimmy, use your fingers over there. Has it really been now <laughs> 310 days since Iowa beat Nebraska in football, men's basketball, volleyball, mm. and baseball? Does it really seem that long? 310 days? My gosh, it just seemed like that game on Black Friday in Iowa City at Kinnick Stadium was just the other day on Senior Day. Oh, I mean, there's truth to that. Oh, wait a minute. Last, yesterday. It just seemed like it was yesterday. That Iowa basketball, which had all kinds of possibilities. They could get a double bye. They could be yep. a number two seed. They're having senior day. The McCaffreys are having a, a little potluck afterwards. <laughs> They're 11 and a half point favorite. Nebraska doesn't have a couple of guys. The season is over, according to media people in Nebraska. The season ended against Michigan yep. State. Second at Michigan State. It was a good it. run. Let's yep. see if Ramel Lloyd can play. <laughs> and lo and behold... In a game that, quite honestly, now, I'm doing this a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but I just want to remind people that it, it has been 310 days yeah. since yeah. Iowa beat Nebraska in football, volleyball, men's basketball, or baseball. That's a long time. You guys realize that is almost a whole year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's We're like getting a close. whole year. We are getting close. But that game over in Iowa City yesterday, I mean, for God's sake, Ed Foley, <laughs> Ed Foley hasn't even coached a football game at Nebraska. Ed Foley's not from here. Ed Foley just trash-talked Iowa. What are we doing? And whatever we're doing, it's fantastic. Because yesterday was one of the rare things about this weird Nebraska basketball season in which they wake up this morning, by the way, as an 11 seed taking on Minnesota on Wednesday night at the Big Ten Tournament. They're 4-0 this year against Iowa Wisconsin and Creighton. Yeah. 4-0 against Iowa, Wisconsin, and Creighton. Now, you can't do that in baseball because Wisconsin doesn't have baseball. But in men's basketball in Lincoln, you can go 4-0 against Iowa, Wisconsin, and Creighton and go, what is going on? But yesterday's game, the way that game played out, 
Think about, of all the times, especially with that program, which gives you the least return on investment, the fan loyalty that dived deep into Nebraska basketball, and the kind of games that Nebraska basketball has lost this year, where you have these statistical improbable moments where there's no chance that Nebraska, the way they're built, are going to lose a game where you feel like they're down 15, they're getting crushed on the offensive glass, every turnover turns into points, but yet at the end of the game, when they turn the clock off and the score remains, Nebraska won yesterday. Wow. What what a start to the basketball part of March, and I hope you guys have come around on the fact that this is the greatest sports month of the year. I never really disputed the well I, I definitely have in the top five i still there's a little bit of something september when you get college football and the nfl going but no it's it's right up there it, it, it is wow yesterday I, I mean the 18 to 9 lead seemed like a distant memory and then you're watching some sloppy basketball you pointed out the second half or the second chance opportunities for iowa like everything again it just kind of sort of presented itself of like, okay, that was cool. And and I I mean, before you were gone on Friday, you and I talked about this. You brought it up. At the very least, regardless of the the result, you want to see what type of response Nebraska has coming off of that second half against Michigan State. Because, again, it maybe wasn't just the people here in, in this building uh, that were talking about it, but other people were really ready to write Nebraska off. Could that second half have maybe determine the outcome. And I think there was a lot to be seen about this team, what we've seen from this point, where you could actually say, yeah, we've seen, I mean, hell, we, we joke about it all the time with Trev, uh, the undeniable progress. But if you look at this team, there's been a lot of things, if you could just kind of watch in between the stat line, in between some of the the results himself, there's been growth with this yeah. team. And, and that is a true testament to Fred. It's a true testament to that bench. But... Yesterday, again, things in the past that you could already sort of just write the result without watching the second half, it, it didn't take place. Now, the help of the three ball, sure. But Nebraska, again, never just kind of succumbing to, yeah, all right, cool. We, well, we, we played hard. We showed up. just not meant to be. And you, you realize a week ago what Michigan State thought they had against Iowa in that building. And then I was able to, to knock him off and just in a flurry there in a matter of 90 seconds. And so obviously no lead ever felt safe, but you could tell it was different because the fact that Nebraska just would not go away. After having that nine-point lead, they just would never go away. You could tell Iowa was never comfortable there in the closing moments like they probably were in the, the final 90 seconds against Michigan State. So there's something about this team again that it's just it, we continue to talk about the likability factor with this team. And it makes it even more likable when you take down Iowa. When you do it in their building, when you do it on senior day, when you can now say you lay claim to the first sweep of Iowa since. I mean, think about the teams. Think about the 2013-14 the, the team that made the NCAA tournament. Think about better teams as a whole that Nebraska's had since they've been in the Big Ten to be able to, this group here, this bandaged up, just beaten up, forgotten all about, left for dead team is the one that we can say well, you, swept Iowa. And it's, a, and it's a decent Iowa team, you look too. look at... Uh, that was an 11.5-point favorite, by the way. They did not get yep. a field goal in the last six minutes and 12 seconds yesterday. And, by the way, got swept by uh, Nebraska this year. Uh, they also lost to Wisconsin and Eastern Illinois, which will probably affect their seating in the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament. But that's their problem. Uh, 
this is a team that, I mean, they just won six of eight. And during that stretch, they were missing three of their top defenders. And Fred Hoiberg, in his history in Iowa City, and especially with who you did not have available yesterday, he has gotten beaten bad. I mean, Iowa is taking it out on the former Cyclone Mm -hmm. over at Carver-Hawkeye. They had lost by an average with Hoiberg at Nebraska. They had lost in Iowa City by an average of 28 points a game, and they had given up 99 a game when they've gone over there to play. Now, part of the whole, which is just kind of about yesterday's game, in games where the stats and you look at the box score after the game or you as the game was going along at first half and then how Nebraska shot in the second half where they hit 14 threes for the entire game. But their splits were 60-66 and 66 in the second half. So they also gave up 70 or more points, which this year's team very rarely wins. So many different parts of that game where you go, how did Nebraska win? But now you look at shifting into the conference tournament week, and we'll bring Creighton into the conversation. I think you have to like where this all ends up. Nebraska's an 11 seed, so one win to the NIT. Not ready to go there. I know people want to talk about the trip to the NCAA. If you're playing on Saturday, call me at my house, okay? (laughs) Which would mean you would have gone through Minnesota, Maryland, and Indiana. But let's just focus on Wednesday night against Minnesota, a team that beat Rutgers and then went down their leg against Wisconsin yesterday. That's not a very good Wisconsin team, by the way. Mm -hmm. Man, Greg Gard, hello. Uh, But Wisconsin found a way to win at the barn because Minnesota can't make a free throw. I mean, I watched the game on Saturday night between Omaha and South Dakota State. Nobody could throw the ball in the falls in the second half. I watched Minnesota could not hit a free throw last night when they had that opportunity. But how excited are you for an 11 seed? We, we kind of joked uh, a couple of weeks ago, stay away from yeah. Wednesday. That's yeah. the whole goal. The Put goal. it on the T-shirt. Right. Well, now they're an 11 seed playing a 14 seed Minnesota, which, I don't know, they're 8-21. They went 2-17 and 17 in the Big Ten. Yeah, they got that win out of their system. They so got, good. They got guys that got one foot out the door, like yeah. bat, battle is done. Yeah. Um, you know, Dawson Garcia is still a very good player. But you kind of feel like, wow, okay, there's Minnesota, and then get greedy. Then there would be Maryland, but just one win gets you to 17. And then on the other side, you have Creighton, who the way things unfolded in the Big East, I think Creighton has to feel pretty good about mm-hmm. a three seed. Because you avoided UConn and Marquette. They're on the other side of the bracket. And you have Xavier, who got the news yesterday at Fremantle, who has been out since the 28th of January with a broken foot, is not going to play the rest of the year. You wait Villanova, which has to go on a heater to make the NCAA. I think Nebraska and Creighton have to like where they're at going to uh, Chicago and New York City, respectively. Yeah, the, the Villanova one I know gives people a little bit of anxiety just because of how they're playing right now. But I think... it. If you looked at that potential, first of all, Villanova's got to win to get to that game. Uh, I'm sure they will. Nick, they're playing Georgetown. I know they're playing Georgetown. Georgetown and Minnesota should play. I scrimmage. Yeah. Georgetown and Minnesota should play. But see, that's uh, a seven-game series right I was there. talking about this on Friday. Like uh, Up until Minnesota's win against Rutgers, yeah, I think that would have been like the game. But now Minnesota doing that, you know, we're going to beat Rutgers thing. I don't know. Georgetown's kind of in an island on their own. But, yeah, I mean, the Villanova thing, I, I think, does give people a little bit of anxiety. But as you mentioned, the type of teams that you have on the other side of the bracket that you essentially avoid until you really get into the thick of it is nice. And for the for Nebraska, you know, we were talking about this a lot. Um, really, over the last week, since that Michigan State loss, 
that if you are kind of in that 12-13 matchup, Ohio State all of a sudden has shown at least a little bit of a pulse that who would you rather play if you need to advance, if you need to move on to the next day to try to solidify any type of postseason opportunity in the NIT if you're Nebraska. Well, I think it, that would be very obvious, even though Ohio State was struggling coming in with an eight-game losing streak before they finally won a couple of games, that you would rather play Minnesota than Ohio State. So it does work out well. And that was sort of the the thought uh, going into the weekend is oof, you're probably going to have to take on Ohio State because it looks like Wisconsin, they're going to win that tiebreaker because you just looked at the matchups this weekend. Wisconsin versus Minnesota, which they did take care of business. Nebraska versus Iowa just didn't seem like a promising proposition uh, going into the weekend. And shame on me or anybody else who thought that that was going to be a, a a tough spot for Nebraska. So then you look at who waits ahead. Again, I don't want to do that too much because what Nebraska did in Lincoln, in Lincoln, in Lincoln, that's the key against Maryland. We know how well they play. Hey, they showed something, and they've showed some stuff on the road, Rutgers and Iowa. But what I would say is you've got confidence at the very least. I don't care where you played Maryland. You beat Maryland. You've got confidence against them. So if you get by Minnesota, team that you should feel supremely confident again, you've got a Maryland team that at the very least you know you can do some stuff again. So, like, yeah, if there's a way that this thing realistically could have set up for, for both teams where they are on their side of the bracket, yeah, I, I think you got to be happy with that. Nebraska wins one game, they're in the NIT. Mm-hmm. I think they got to win one game, they're in the NIT. I think with Creighton, because the committee has told us that the conference tournaments really do not affect the seeding, Tim Kruger's going to join us coming up at 740, his last bracket before it becomes official. Before the bracket. Uh, they're a six seed. They're probably going to stay six. Mm-hmm. So I saw the athletics bracket this morning has them actually in Des Moines. But they're going to be a six seed. So they really can't Im- – I don't think they could improve their seeding if they get to the final and maybe beat UConn. UConn's going to be a tough out. Now, I think Providence had a rough week, and that UConn-Providence game is going to wear both those teams out on Thursday at MSG. And I, I think UConn should be the favorite of the Big East tournament. But we're, we're, we're March, man. You got, you got Creighton women had an exciting weekend. Yep. They got beat yesterday by Villanova. Omaha women as uh, a team that was preseason 10th in the Summit League. They're still playing today. They play a 10 seed. So up in Sioux Falls at the Summit League tournament on the women's side, you have three teams of the four semifinalists that are a five seed or higher. <laughs> and Omaha, which has a chance to go to the final, South Dakota State is a wagon on the other side. They haven't been beaten in Summit League play and their win the other day in the conference tournament. But Omaha women, as a six seed, are playing a ten seed today to go to the finals of the Summit League tournament. This is this is great. Oh, John's packed awesome. accordingly. This is this is awesome. What's going on right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I love March so much. And it was a great weekend, like all across the sports landscape, from underwear Olympics to, I mean, <laughs> Trey the, the, the basketball to the to the baseball. I mean, Nebraska goes up to U.S. Bank Stadium and they win two of three. They beat Vandy uh, yesterday. They Faced a juggernaut in offense, but they still come out of their. They victorious. got to wear all black on Sunday. Huh. That means they were going for the series or the weekend sweep, which was crazy. So we got daylight savings time begins yes. at the end of the week, and then spring is eight days later. I don't think I need to. I mean, the month of March can pay me. You got playoff to, hockey to this be weekend. The PR guy as well, but this is March, man. It is March. Embrace it. You're right. You got you got North Dakota and God. Omaha playing. To uh, go to the NCHC Frozen Four, like mm-hmm. we all predicted, mm-hmm. which makes a lot of people uncomfortable. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys go. You go. I'll tuck there. You can tuck a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I just hope that there are not a lot of green people in the building. Yeah. That's what I was. I was telling my wife on Saturday. Hope they have plenty of beer. So they, I hope uh, the somehow the, the the online ticket availability it just it it picked up some IP addresses out in Grand Forks in the North Dakota area and just uh, kind of went kaput. For you know a what while. I've heard? You know what I've heard though uh, that there are season ticket holders for Omaha hockey that are purchasing tickets to give away, just trying to keep people from North that would Dakota be cool. out. That would and you know what there's. You know it as well as I do. There, there's some, some well-to-do um, boosters, uh, season ticket holders for both uh, basketball and hockey that could pull a, sort of a, a Nebraska football stunt of like, hey, have you ever been to a hockey game? Omaha community. Here we go. Got a book of them for you. We okay, had girls' state basketball tournament ended over the mm-hmm. weekend. We had boys' state basketball tournament starting. My God, I mean, we're drunk with Let's March. Go. Has it really been 310 days? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot of days. That's a long time. Just if you see an Iowa fan today, one of your friends, coworkers, whatnot, just lend a hand. Pat them on the back. Ask them how they're doing. Ask them how they're doing. Let them know uh, Brian Ferentz is still there, but maybe not, you know, for that much longer. Wouldn't that be something if you were an Iowa student athlete who played football and men's basketball and your senior day <laughs> in Kennick Stadium in Carver Hawkeye Arena was was both Brewery. against Nebraska. Mm-hmm. That would be a rough way to go out. Yeah. I think I would try and find a way to get an extra year <laughs> if that was the case. If I was an <laughs> Iowa student athlete that played football and men's basketball. So Is that the co- is that the, the that's what decides if you're gonna exhaust the COVID year or not? Like <laughs> gosh dang it. I would go, you know what? I think there was another pandemic in there. I know I got my COVID year, but there's, there's got to be. Wasn't uh, monkeypox? Didn't, didn't we get an extra year for monkeypox? So on this side of the river. Norovirus. I mean, I mean, this side of the river has not lost to that side of the river in 310 days mm-hmm. in men's basketball, football, volleyball, or baseball. And yesterday, after that win, and Fran McCaffrey, there's some karma there. You know, yeah. I, I said he should have been fined by the Big Ten mm-hmm. for a stare down with Kelly Pfeiffer. How about Kelly Pfeiffer calling the charge? Mm-hmm. Sam Hoiberg takes the charge. Could have been a and, and that charge. was. I'm sorry, that was not a charge for we, Kelly Pfeiffer. It was, but it was funny when they're trying to see when they reviewed just see if he was. Oh, I know. <laughs> they I know. were like, "Well, you see his feet are outside, and then you look and you realize his right foot was not even ever ever planted. Like it was. I mean, <laughs> Hoiberg's foot really? was <laughs> never planted. I mean, little, it was. It was little, little makeup for a Derek Walker uh, charge call earlier in the game. I was stunned. I thought I thought Fred oh, would lose it on that. No, I thought he well, would. I thought so, he would go off in the deep so end. So there that is one. part of it. So Kelly Pfeiffer, who who worked the UCLA Arizona game the night before in Los Angeles. That's what I he's thought. Got some Hickey wow. miles that on is, him. That is awesome. He was probably so much. He's he's got so much spite. He says, "I'm taking the red eye from LAX to I don't know. You fly into Cedar Rapids. Probably you fly Cedar into Rapids, Des Moines. Yeah. Drive. You fly. Hell, you fly into Chicago and drive." Mm-hmm. He's probably like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to fly the red eye from LAX to work a 1 o'clock game in Iowa City on the final day of the regular season just so I get another dose of Fran. Yeah. And it's going to happen with 16 seconds to go. I'm going to call a charge. Now, now here's why part of – and, and it, it, it's in that gray area of a blocker charge. The fact that Fran didn't lose his mind, yeah. I think in his mind he thought, that's a good call. Which is – Kind of surprising because now he's probably not 
paying close attention to any type of slow-mo replay they had of Carver Hawkeye during that moment. But in real time, yeah, it's you know it's kind of bang-bang. But when they're reviewing it, see if he's in the restricted area. <laughs> That's why I was like, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> it's probably not a charge. Should we check a pulse of uh, how we feel about this, if uh, Nebraska fans are really childish or not? Even though it's been now 310 days since... Iowa beat Nebraska in a couple basketball, hours. Basketball, couple hours, football, too. volleyball, or baseball. Yeah. So after the game, <laughs> I'm I'm really surprised. Maybe it's good on them that Iowa men's basketball their Twitter account they did not turn off the replies mm. because as mm. because they got besieged mm-hmm. by by Nebraska memes. I'm absolutely besieged. I mean, not only do you have the uh, the very happy and cherubial. Ed Foley hammering you with a tweet, which, wow. I mean, welcome to Nebraska. When you're tweeting about Nebraska's corn is better than Iowa's yep. corn. Uh, He's already beloved in the short time now. Jeez. So 519 replies to a tweet 15 hours ago, final. Nebraska 81, <laughs> Iowa 77. It's been viewed 276,000 times. <laughs> I'm going to say that 275,000 of those are for people that are in yeah. this side of the river. Yeah, you weren't viewing that to be like, oh, okay, I need to know what the final score was. Cool, now I know. No. That was uh, at the expense of our, our dear friends on the other side of the river. And the Look, this goes back, though. I, I don't know. Don't make a, an excuse. Just let it rip. Exactly. Just enjoy I'm, it. Embrace it. Don't run away from it. I don't have any problem with this because remember the amount, and Iowa was a part of this as well. This is what college athletics has become. Look at look at Nebraska's the, social media from yesterday. Well, remember the, the th- thank you for getting the Big Ten to play football again, Nebraska. Remember how many damn posts you had to see about that. Iowa dug it in a little bit even further during that year too so nebraska's kind of been lying in the weeds a little bit waiting for an opportunity to have their fun with this so yeah do not apologize at all if you were one of those people that decided to just drop something there have fun with it that's okay and you know what? have when, fun with it when, it's fine when iowa beats nebraska in one of those sports that they haven't beaten nebraska in 310 days we'll laugh because i hope iowa is creative when they uh, do that but so spring haven't... game weekend the uh, baseball's in iowa city Good, good Iowa baseball team. Good Nebraska baseball team. Yeah, man. See, here's the thing. I'm mixed because I have an affection for the game of Caitlin Clark, and Rick Heller is a family friend. Rick Heller's a hell of a coach. I will, I will say that. Uh, I have no problem saying that. But I think he would find it interesting that Iowa hasn't beaten Nebraska in 310 days mm-hmm. in football, men's basketball, volleyball, or baseball. Do you think you get a weekly memo from Gary Barta to all of the coaches in the athletic department that remind people? I don't know. Maybe every day. After yesterday. Every day. After yesterday, well, Gary Barta sent out a uh, memo for Anne McCaffrey to Notre Dame. <laughs> hmm. Is that called a transition plan? Hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just a, it was a huge missed opportunity for Iowa yesterday. Mm-hmm. As an 11 and a half point favorite with a chance to get the double by. And, and I don't know that it would enhance their seeding in the NCAA tournament, but they're going to have two losses on the resume to Nebraska. They're going to have two losses to Wisconsin. They're going to have that Eastern Illinois loss in the non-con. Um, and the struggles that they've had against the bottom five in the Big Ten. And that that's a week, as this week goes on, that's going to stick out. But the, the tournament in Chicago, the tournament in New York, 
going to be fantastic because there are teams that need a run mm-hmm. um, that we will uh, discuss as we uh, move throughout the week. As you mentioned, Tim Kruger is uh, coming up. His bracket is out. So Creighton kind of looks like they have slid into the six. Committee again tells you that conference tournaments don't matter as much. I don't know if you get to the final, which the path for Creighton isn't that difficult. I say that because you know I've never coached or played in the Big East tournament. Could you improve to a five if you won the tournament and you beat like UConn, who is a prohibitive favorite? Now Creighton has like along with Marquette the second best odds, uh, but TKO joins coming up at seven forty. Jacob Bigelow stops by at uh, nine trying to figure out how Nebraska did it yesterday. There were so many things that said, nope, hot start, Iowa responds. Yeah. And Nebraska never went away. They hung in there. And they didn't wilt even when all of the things were starting to tilt towards uh, Iowa. So Jacob will stop by at uh, 9. Nebraska plays Wednesday night against Minnesota in Chicago. And then Joel Lorenzi is uh, scheduled to join us as Creighton will play late night Thursday against the winner of Villanova and Georgetown. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll have more <laughs> March Madness in last second. What are you doing over there? I'm just... Are there a grunt? Yeah, it's a, mm, just a, mm, you know, and you're putting down a very nice entree. You look forward to digging into it. It's, just, it's a great week. It's a great week. All right, if you would like to discuss, because I think there's part of the Nebraska basketball season and the win yesterday, and Nebraska's 4-0 this year against Iowa, Wisconsin, and Creighton. Sam Grease will be able to put that on a resume when he's yeah. trying to find a spot to play in Europe next year. <laughs> is what is the most satisfying win this year for Nebraska? That is a great question. Is it the win at home against Iowa? Is it yesterday? Is it the win? Because some people might forget. No, they don't. Uh, the Nebraska won at Creighton way back in December. Remind us. Or they were down 17 and won at home against Wisconsin. Yeah. Most satisfying win this year for uh, Nebraska. Let's uh, let's discuss on a busy weekend of uh, sports as we wrap it on a uh, Monday, 951-1620. You can always get it, Nick and myself, in the Equitable Bank inbox, uh, Gary at 1620thezone.com, Hanley at 1620thezone.com, or on the JTEC Construction Zone Twitter feed. Let's have some fun discussion today. There's a lot of stuff. that we, we, We're only here for four hours. We're, we're, gonna, we're not going to be able to get everything in. I'm just telling you right now, mm-hmm. there is so much going on that we're not going to be able to get in, along with what you should and shouldn't put on uh, scrambled eggs. Oh, I had oh, not, I had way ob- to bury the lead here. I had an observation what? when I was in South Dakota over the weekend, just watching somebody eating breakfast, <laughs> and I was because I, I, I had scrambled eggs uh, quite a few times this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Was it one of the kids? Uh, the who? Was it one of the kids and eating scrambled eggs? One of the student athletes. Oh, you call them kids? Yeah. Oh no, they're young adults. No, it was uh, young people. It was a regular. Okay, it was a re- okay. It appeared to be a South Dakotan. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was, but it's it's been a it's been a simmering observation about scrambled eggs, uh, for me on what you should and shouldn't put on them, and I was petrified by what I saw. Oh, I almost man. I almost went over to the table and took <laughs> a bottle away from them just to save them from what was going to happen, or to save yourself of what might happen to you by witnessing yeah. this. Is it that was it that appalling? Um. Or just unique. I'll, I'll explain. Okay. I'm, afraid right. of I'm actually really looking forward uh, a little to this. Bit Me later. too. All right, off and running again. Tim Kruger, uh, Jacob Bigelow, Joel Lorenzi will join us. All part of the lineup brought to you by the Rufferies at John Higgins Weather God. Higgy was working the Arch Madness. He, he loves that tournament. He worked the final in St. Louis yesterday when Drake just absolutely yeah, drubbed Bradley to get to the NCAA tournament. Watch yeah. out for Drake. That's an older team 
and it's a lot of guys that have the same experience that won a game against Wichita State in the tournament in the COVID year. They've added Tucker DeVries. When you get your bracket a week from today, don't overlook who Drake is seated because Drake with experience and Tucker DeVries could be a team that will be a very sexy pick to pull off uh, an upset. All right, off and running. March is here. Glad to have you in. Busy week. The whole gang's back together. Nick, Jimmy, and Gary on 1620 The Zone. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.